guess sound. Okay. So, hi folks. Uh, our content warnings for this week, uh, really only the usual, ADHD and cancer. Now that we have a new usual. Uh, second item, we have pets. Hound is busy burying her head in Ursula's lap. I, I, you are exquisite, Hound, and I love you, but your timing could not be worse. I mean, you know, and Sergei is lounging on my desk, so I, you know, I expect... He, he waits. He waits. Uh, but there are other cats, and there are roosters uh, and chickens, because it's daylight. We're, we're recording this, hopefully, so that we're done before I have an interview that we will talk about in... Oh, that'll be, like, in August that you'll hear about that. So, yeah. And then finally, uh, we swear. We do. Frequently. Yes, yes, Hound, we swear. Uh, loudly at yes. the cats, mostly, sometimes. Occasionally at the chickens. Occasionally at the chickens, and uh, but most certainly... But never at Hound, because yes. Hound is exquisite. Yes, you are. But always, always at Prince Sergio himself, isn't that right? Yes. Hi folks, welcome to Productivity Alchemy, episode 305. Uh, our guest this week is Whitney Lee from the um, uh, Cloud Native Computing Foundation. Uh, she has her own show. We had a great talk about how she gets it all done, and we will have that for you in a bit. So... Uh, Please, What's she doing now? She's doing the thing where she wedges her, her muzzle under the elbow and then sort of flips it up uh, with her nose to make like, you pet her. Pet me more, pet me more. Yeah. Yes. I, I honestly, I find that if I'm just lying in bed and I leave my hand hanging out the bed, I don't have to do anything. She'll basically come up and uh, pet herself with my hand. Yeah, that that's... I'm, I am too low down and, and yeah, Hound has, yeah. has needs. Um, so, uh, yeah, so my productivity in between everything else going on has actually been surprisingly good. It's like I have these bouts of intense productivity and then life happens around them. Oh, yeah. Um, I realized something in the shower this morning, and that is I am living in Schrodinger's scheduler. Yes. Right? Um, I have to plan for things that are definitely going to happen, or at least are supposed to going to happen, but I also have to make plans, contingency plans, all the plans, just in case they can't happen. So, and I won't know how to focus that planning until further along in your process. Yes, we, uh, we, don't know when all of the uh it, it's really the chemo appointments that are going to be the the exciting one and we don't know when those will fall exactly until after we talk to the oncologist which is right uh tomorrow for those of you listening to this on yeah, thursday yeah. uh but then the then she has to wrangle the insurance yeah which takes about uh two weeks and then everything gets going right but, uh uh it's, it's, yeah, there's a lot of up in the air. Like, I'm having the same problem with uh, uh, booking, uh, like, podcasts and interviews and right. stuff, because I have a book coming out in August, and so I'm getting the, hey, we want to do a podcast interview, uh, uh, you know, X, and I'm having to say, okay, uh, let's set it for that tentatively, because... 
I don't know when exactly I'm going to have chemo and whether that's going to, uh, you know, cook my brain and make me unable to be interviewed because depending on who you ask, it either turns you into a zombie or whatever. It's fine. It sucks, oh. but you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, 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 I don't want to pull mine as bigger than yours, but the primary one I'm thinking of is MAGFest. Yeah. Yeah. I which... have to plan everything like I'm going and running this event in January and have everything in place so someone can take over if I can't. If it turns out that that's the only weekend they can, like, do surgery or something. Or something, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that should be so far, yeah, that should be past it, but yeah. Hopefully, yes. Um, yeah, no, it's it's madness. Um, but it will all settle out in a couple of weeks, and we should have dates for everything. Uh, yes, we should, yes. Um, and so that'll be... That'll be a relief because living in this sort of a not having a schedule makes you bonkers. Not well, yeah, not having like it's not that not having a schedule makes me bonkers. I mean it kind of does, but having I have to plan some of these things 6 months, 8 months out and now all of that's just sort of this nebulous thing. So once I know once we have have dates and things, then it makes it that much easier to go. Okay, I honestly I cannot attend. Here's all the pre work. Here's going who's going to be taking over for me, right? Right. You know, here's all the work I can do because I will be sitting at home preparing. But the rest of it's yeah. So yeah, and um, I I I appreciate that you are are. Doing things like, you know, what if I cannot do MAGFest as opposed to, of course, I'm doing MAGFest uh, right. no matter what situation you are in because you are a a, a supportive spouse and uh, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing that I've found interesting that isn't stressful is the number of people who are making sure I'm putting on my oxygen mask before helping others. Good. Uh, everybody is, is like, yes, that's, we, we understand, we, we get the updates. How are you? Are yes. you taking care of yourself? Are you, and you know, I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing the best I can. I appreciate all the support, all the, uh, all the people on, you know, Facebook, on, uh, you know, the social networks, uh, the people, the Dorsai, all the Dorsai, um, you know, uh, the people at MAGFest, the people at work, all just the astounding amount of people who are just like, we are here. We got your back. Um, she's got this, we've got her back. And then volunteering for things like if you need someone to do, you know, to drive to here, drive Ursula to here or there, here is my phone number. It's, it's, yeah, I, yeah. I, friends have, have come out of the woodwork, like, do you need someone to go to chemo with? Yeah. Uh, things like that, which is, is very kind, and, uh, uh, I undoubtedly will, since apparently chemo is not a thing you generally drive yourself home from. Uh, yeah, but... yeah, and, uh, the, one of the Dorsai lives just north of us in Virginia, and is like, I will drive down. I have been through that. I know how it goes. Aw, that's yeah. sweet. And I am very glad that they're checking in with you because, I mean, caretaker stress is a stress, a really shitty stress. And it is, I mean, you may note that when I am expected to take care of anyone, I turn into, Poke, are you dead? Okay, I'll be back in an hour. Yeah. You yeah. are much better at it than I am, but that means it requires <laughs> a lot more energy. And, you know, it, it's, yeah, I know I... 
people need support networks and it is useful to me not to have to be worrying that you are you know not supported when i can't really you know i i mean and i've seen how it can consume someone oh yeah um either uh, on purpose or inadvertently so yeah it's it's a thing Um, absolutely but we will we mm -hmm. will get through it we will we will work it out it I mean, shitty six months. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. then we should be clear. Oh, and I did get good news today. Yes. Uh, yes, you did. I had a CT scan, which is one of those contrast scan things, and Bob has cancer Bob has not metastasized. It is uh, not in my lungs, liver, or lymph nodes, as far as they can tell. It is confined to the boob, so that is a, that is a very good thing. Yes. Uh, I still need chemo and whatnot, but it means that, you know, I don't need, like, abdominal surgery to take it off my liver or something. Yeah, so. that's, that's like, a huge thing that yeah, is... That's, yeah, that is bad. So yeah. we are very glad that is not a thing. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Um, shower thoughts around those sorts of things and uh, talking, you know, my, I had a talk with my manager today and my manager's manager yesterday and they were all, you know, they're both very supportive and here's what we can, you know, here's what we're finding out we can do for you and here's how we can support you. And the important thing is you take care of yourself and you take care of her. And if deadlines slip, well, just keep us in the loop. I, uh, which is uh, absolutely fantastic. Yes. And productivity wise, I, I have been having the sort of crazed, I got to get the shit out the door before I start chemo thing. Yeah. And so like I handed in the book that was due in next month and then I handed in the rewrites on the book that was due in September. And then I did the edits on another thing that we didn't have a strict due date on. And then my agent sent me a note saying, chill out, sit in the garden and like, watch the flowers <laughs> and uh i'm like i didn't reply i'll sleep when i'm dead but uh, uh you know no what, <laughs> and i'm going to ask the question that all the fans will be thinking yes. as they're listening and that is does that mean you've now made space to doodle on the next paladin book uh, it's not doodle on the next Paladin book. I mean, I literally wrote 1,200 words on it today. It's, no, the next Paladin book is very nearly done. Uh, yes. It probably only needs another 10,000 words. The problem is then it'll go to edits, and, uh, you know, God knows where my brain is, but I'll, I will hope very much that it will be out in, uh, this winter as I had planned, so. Yes. Yeah. Of course, the one after that, God knows what'll happen. I, I was going to say now. Now I'll wait for like my Saturday shower or an early morning, you know, one of my daily showers, for you to come in and say I have to give you the details on the rest of the Paladin book, so that if something bad happens, <laughs> uh, you can hire a ghostwriter. Well, that would work, except for one small problem. You don't know yet. I. I know the factors that go into it. I just don't quite know how exactly it's going to go. <laughs> yes. So, um, unlike Digger. Famously. Yes, Digger, I knew exactly what would happen. This yes. one, we'll find out. But yeah. anyway. Anyway. So, so, enough out of that. Yep. I don't want to become oh. one of those people whose whole life is talking about cancer. No, no. Or just um, talking about health issues. Now, but if you watch the monitor in front of you in just a moment, I believe Pot Pie is going to come by and be Pot Pie at the monitor, and it is it oh. is a thing to behold. 
Um, yep, nope, there, there you go. Yep. No, no, yeah. wait, wait for the pose. Wait for the pose. Yep. Yes. Um, chicken cam is back up and running. Uh, it doesn't have sound right now because of the, the system I'm using to run it now, but it is certainly much more reliable than the way I was doing it before, so I just need to sort sound next. And Pot Pie is, is a... a he is just majestic as hell. The problem Isn't he, is though? He's such a timid soul. He really is. Yeah. Anyway, you have an interview. I do. You should, I have a great interview. You should, you should fire up that interview. So, Whitney Lee, uh, which I'm now rolling back to the uh, to this. Uh, Whitney Lee, Whitney Lee is a developer advocate with VMware on their Tanzu product. Um, she works pretty closely with the Cloud Native Computing Foundation, which is something I'm contributing code to. Um, this is really cool. Um, prior to basically the pandemic. She had not written a line of code. So, or maybe it was like six years ago, she, she wrote her first line of code and now she is like hardcore into it. Uh, it is, and she's really cool. A lot of fun to talk to. And we're gonna have that for you right after this. Folks, I am here today with Whitney Lee, who's going to talk about how she stays productive. And uh, you work for, like, you're, you're involved with one of the big cloud foundational projects, which I think is amazing. Um, my company is a member of the the Cloud Native Computing Foundation, so it's like, yeah, all right. Because and we were just like, we're on the same Slack, and I'm like. I think I want to talk to you. So can you do a better job introducing yourself than I just did? Which is going to be really easy. the name of the company. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Um, and uh, I don't normally talk about where I work. I don't normally uh -huh. just throw that out there. I don't know why it just popped out this time. But can you do a better job introducing yourself than I just did? And uh, tell us what it is you do since I just mangled it, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep the suspense a little longer and tell you an anecdote where I met, okay. I met a new friend at KubeCon. His name's Vincent. He works at Microsoft. Mm -hmm. His line is, what keeps you busy? And I like that <laughs> as an opening line because it doesn't assume that. Like, it's not like, where do you work? What do you do? It's not like yeah. capitalist values. Yeah. What keeps yeah. you busy? You can talk about anything. Yeah. I like to slip and slide. You know, whatever. Everybody knows that for me, it's chickens, chickens and yeah, podcasting, right? There you go. Yeah. And that's probably much more of an interesting answer than if someone asked you where you work or what do you do? You know, I mean, anyway. I, uh, anytime my wife is introducing me, she's like, I don't understand any of it. And I just look and I go, I make internet things go. 
And that seemed to satisfy everybody. I kind of like, like, do you remember at the beginning of the internet when it took a long time for a web page to load or a site might be down and that doesn't happen anymore? That's me. Yeah, right. That's that's how I like to describe it. There you Um, go. My name is Whitney Mm -hmm. Lee. I am a developer advocate. The company that you talked all around is VMware. (laughs) <laughs> and um, so specifically, I work in the VMware Tanzu division, so the Kubernetes distribution. But um, honestly, I'm more top of the funnel than that. I focus on mm-hmm. CNCF technologies, generally speaking. So I host a couple of shows and I also speak at conferences. So I host um, a Lightboard show called Enlightening. So if you go to Tanzu.com. TV, you can find that Tanzu is spelled T-A-N-Z-U. So Tanzu.tv to find enlightening. And then I also host a show with Victor mm-hmm. Farsik on his DevOps Toolkit <laughs> show. And that one is a choose your own adventure through the CNCF landscape. So for that one, um, yeah, we describe yeah. different CNCF technologies for different uh, mm-hmm. design mm-hmm. steps and people get to vote. And we uh, oh, wow. build out yeah. our, we've built out the demo based on what people vote for. So, oh, yeah. Um, and then there has to be other stuff because when we talk about the things we do, we talk, there's the things we do professionally, but that's just a facet of the uh. whole person. Like, like I said, chickens, I do computers yeah. for, you know, I, that's the paycheck. This is yeah. the not paycheck or spending time, you know, playing video games with my wife, which is, you know, a thing. <laughs> Fun. Um, yeah. So what's, exactly. what's my version of chickens and podcasting? Yeah. I mean, I, I I'll be honest. I have two college age sons. Well, one's actually graduating next year and the other one has already graduated i believe from his program because he's doing a, a certification so like amazing congratulations years ago, yeah a couple of years ago it was yes and i'm a parent and that's mm-hmm. sort of fallen by the side now so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i similarly have a graduated from college son he's a right he's a software developer at adobe so oh wow um, okay yeah. yeah he actually got me into tech i'm really new here <laughs> yeah. I only wrote my first line of code in 2019. Nice. But um, I spend a lot of time with my friends finding weird mm-hmm. adventures to do. So we've taken a curling lesson together. We've done, um, we did a pottery wheel class. Oh, wow, we've done yeah. A trapeze class. We uh, toured the local farm sanctuary. Just oh, yesterday, wow. we had a clothing swap together at my house. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Your your adventures are are. are much smaller than the ones we tend to have i'm guessing um <laughs> our last adventure i was we spent a month in tibet in 2019 that's cool so i, I went to india for, th- for three weeks Ooh. in 20 at the in just december with my brother yeah oh, wow so, I, I mean, yeah. i'd love to go to india someday that's on the it list yeah totally cool yeah yeah um so the important question but not maybe the most fun question, but we'll see. Um, how do you keep all of that organized? <laughs> oh, so you, so you had an agenda. You were purposely showing how full my life is so we can get to the, the crux yes. of the podcast here. I Absolutely. see you. Yes. I see your formula. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, so I think I wonder... If I'm going to be a disappointing right. guest for you, or, or if I'm going to have new oh, new right. knowledge to impart for someone who's listened to 300 episodes about productivity, <laughs> do I have anything new to offer to this field? And then uh, you you can tell me. 
But everyone has of, something new. Everyone has yeah. something new. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot of my, um, I like to read books about people call them self help books. I don't really like that term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know a better term for it. So I've definitely read Atomic Habits and Deep Work. And those two, especially, I would say, in terms of productivity, have helped a lot. So um, I use my morning brain. Like I, I have morning times for deep work, for deep thought, keep the social media turned off. And then I'll do more administrative tasks or, or tasks that don't need as much of my mind in the afternoon. Yeah. And then I'm a big, a big, big note taker. And I know people are better uh, I know there are better systems like Notion I hear about, but I just write it down in just a Google note. No, no, it's an Apple. It's the Notes app in Apple. The Notes app. Because yeah, it yeah, goes yeah, okay. between my phone and my computer. So if I think of something when I'm away from my computer, I can write it down. Yeah. And then I just yeah. periodically um, prioritize the list or mm-hmm. I'll, when it gets kind of full or I've knocked a lot <laughs> off, then I, that's when I'd make a new one and, and start fresh. And then at some point, at that point, too, I'm evaluating like this this task I put on the list. Do I really need to do this task? Because I think we yeah. all put on stuff that we're never going to do. Like our ho- like our optimistic mind puts stuff yeah. on our list. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, wouldn't it be cool if I did that? Yeah. I need to wax the slip inside. And then uh, and then you just never get to that, you know? It's In the end, it's slippery enough, you know? <laughs> right. It's not going to be perfect. <laughs> And and um, <laughs> the the most common method for that often is uh, uh, have you heard of the Eisenhower matrix? No. See, I knew you were going to teach me stuff during this. <laughs> so so this one actually goes to uh, President Eisenhower. Nice. Um, and there's there's a quote around it, but the methodology and I can never remember the exact quote, right? But the methodology um, is that you have you you build a grid of you know two by two grid and then across the top you have urgent not urgent important and not important Ah. right and so things that are important and not urgent yeah like the things you should be doing important and urgent are the things you have to do whether you like it or not and as you prioritize things through there you end up at the like the things that are not important but urgent you delegate those if you can and then if it's not important and not urgent maybe you don't need to do it at all why then screw it. Don't even look at yeah, that Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, get it out of your brain. Clear up yeah. that cognitive space for something else. Yeah. yeah. Write I like it down. That. Okay, you know, I don't need to do that after all. There we go, done. Um. <laughs> Heck yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, what other, do you have any other tools? Not a Notion no. fan. I caught that. Um. <laughs> I have study tools, but not mm-hmm. productivity tools. I don't think. I mean, it depends on the tool. I I could, you know. I'm going to make an argument that my my study tool, which is Anki, is a, oh. a productivity tool. Absolutely, yeah. So so it sounds like you're familiar. Anki is a, a spaced repetition flashcard system. Mm-hmm. And um, I've mentioned that before. I'm new to tech. I just started. I wrote my first line of code in 2019. I got my first job as a cloud developer, actually, also in 2019. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean for it to come out like that. But yeah, so right? in January 2019 to November 2019, I was studying. But also, since I've been in the cloud field, I study like crazy. I'd use that Anki app almost every day. And for the last three years, I think I haven't missed a day. Um, it took a while to wow. get it ramped up. <laughs> But yeah. but I've gone from zero a zero to like 
to a talking head in this field to someone who hosts shows um, yeah, yeah, partly yeah. because of because of daily study. Mm-hmm. So should I describe lot, on, oh. No, I was going to say it's a lot harder now than it was, I think, when I started in tech. Please ignore the dog. Um, mm-hmm. In that, like, when I started, there was a lot of learn as you go. I've been in this industry since um, 1990 ish um so you know i i have no formal schooling and so i've had literally years of building and building and building on and on and on and Uh i love the idea that now you can just be like here's an app with things that i can test myself i can train myself and in under a year have the knowledge and skills to be able to do it yeah you know yeah and yeah. it's been a lot of elbow grease and a lot of trial and error to like, how do I make, because I'm making the flashcards that I'm studying. So how do I make them in the right way where I won't yeah. get bored or I won't um, get overwhelmed or yeah. But I feel yeah. like it's probably worth saying what Anki is just in case yes. someone else, listener doesn't know. So speech repetition learning is um, when you learn something new, you build a neural pathway in your brain and the most efficient way to strengthen that neural pathway. And remember is if you test mm-hmm. yourself, if you get exposed to that knowledge again at a specific interval. So that interval, of course, is going to change based on how new that knowledge is for you. So if you learn something brand new, if you want it to stick, you should probably hear it just a minute later. And if mm-hmm. you want it to stick even further in there, you should probably hear it 10 minutes later. And then a day later. And then three oh, days wow, later. Yeah. And then a week later. And then um, that information will get deeper and deeper that neural pathway actually will get stronger and stronger and stronger until it's um right now in my deck, I'm uh, there's certain cards when I get the answer, right. I'm not going to see that card again for five years. So oh, wow. It, yeah. yeah. So it's a way to put information in my brain and then hold on to that information in the most efficient way, mm-hmm. which is productive. I mean, yeah, no, that's really cool. So, so now I'm kind of curious, what did you do before you fell into tech? Oh, I was a photographer. You're a photographer. Okay. Yeah. My degrees in art and fine art and photography. And then um, I was a photographer for a decade and specifically a wedding photographer, which was horrendous. I did not like it. Yeah. (laughs) And then um, my brother is a professional musician and his band got some notoriety and he needed someone to play in his band and go on tour. So I just totally quit everything. I'm just like, I hate wedding photography. I'm out. And I like spent my savings giving couples back their money. I uh, oh, wow. put all my, my partner at the time wasn't supportive. So like he's out the door. And then I put all my stuff into storage and I lived homeless for a year. Well, no, I, my home was a white van. That toured yeah, the no, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's hardcore. That's awesome. No, that's, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I was thinking, uh, she has all of this knowledge about teaching and learning and how it cements in and a uh, teacher, educator of some sort. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> blowing my mind. But, um, but I mean, mm-hmm. with weddings, there's a lot of communication that needs to happen. Yes. And uh, yes. some of that needs to have happen as teaching and as setting expectations. Like um, now that I'm in the software industry, I can see a mm-hmm. lot of parallels between like implementing a new software, a new um, system and, and doing a <laughs> photographic <Yeah>. wedding. <laughs> yeah. Actually I made a, I did a conference talk around that for, that was my first one when I first became a developer advocate. It was called Codezilla's. 
The universal oh, truths nice. of building trust. Yeah. <laughs> um, that one, I, you're going to have to send me a link to that one because I can think everybody is going to just be like, oh, now I want to hear that talk. I want to see that slide gap. Um, nice. So, and this dove, the, the, the Anki thing works really well because that leads into the next question. Um, which is, are there any habits or systems you find particularly valuable? And right off the bat, the, um, the interval learning is right there. That is something it is obvious oh, yeah. you spend, you find really valuable, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. then uh, I think having, t leaving time in my day that's empty where mm -hmm. I just think is really valuable too. So after work every day, I live very close to a park. I go to the park and I walk for about an hour. And, yeah, yeah. and at, before I got um, deep into the cloud space and, and I feel like I have to maintain a, a certain level of, of knowledge of new, the newer technologies. <laughs> um, I used to like fill that space with um, podcasts or with music mm -hmm, or with mm -hmm. audiobooks. But these days, it's just like, no, I need empty, empty space. I need time for my brain just to chew on everything that happened today and let it make the connections it needs to make. I believe that's called diffuse mode. I let my brain go into diffuse mode. Yeah. And that's very valuable. Um, I, I actually, because the chickens are... Some of them don't like to go in at night. They want to spend all night on top of things in the warm weather. And I can't say that I blame them. Uh, yeah, but, I can relate. You know, there's, there's, there's a part of the evening that I spend basically outside just hanging around, looking around, <laughs> waiting for them to go in, occasionally herding, <laughs> occasionally picking them up and going, no, you're supposed to be in here. <laughs> but uh, that is, it's, there, there is that diffusement happens there, but also a lot mm -hmm. of that is, um, a decompression time. Yeah. You know, when you've been writing code all day and, uh -huh. you know, you just need that a moment to step away and let it all drain out of you. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, yeah. Otherwise you're no help to anybody. <laughs> and, and I think our culture is so like, go, 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 go all the time that we've learned to feel guilty about rest time. Yes. But I think oh, that yeah. rest is actually really important and important to help everything sink in and to just be a good person who's optimized, like operating at an optimal level. Yeah. Who's ready I, um, to receive more information. Yeah. I, I don't know if you saw this in early 2020 when lockdown was just starting up, but there was somebody who part, someone in the, the productivity industrial complex was out there saying, if you don't come out of this thing with five new side hustles and oh, three no. new businesses. And I'm like, I want, if I was allowed to drive across the country, I would go <laughs> and I would be throttling this person because yeah no <laughs> you know <laughs> no don't push yourself harder in an already stressful time that's not how it's supposed to work exactly right? and who are yeah. we to judge ourselves and each other just just yeah. be present and do your best and whatever happens happens and by do your best i mean do your best given the constraints of the moment if your best is very low because you're really down because oh, yeah. you haven't seen your friends for months that's fine like just be kind to yourself and it's, it's, I think that's something a lot of us have learned and many still need to learn. So, mm -hmm. um, oh, all the people who are pushing so hard for back into the office. I've, I've been a remote worker for 12, 
has it been 12 years? I guess it's been 12 years now in different jobs. And mm-hmm. I'm like, now that everybody sees how it is, like a lot of the people I know are like, why? I don't need to go into an office to do my job. Why, why yeah. is this happening? You know, it's, um, but that was after the initial of, Oh God, how are we going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. I would pers- I mean, no one, no one at VMware is going to make me go into my job. My light oh, board in yeah. fact is here at my home. So I could yeah, I noticed that. Office. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but if I did, like, I think I would, that would be, I would be looking for a new job around it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, anything else that's particularly valuable? Your light board is really cool. Is that a tool mm-hmm. that you find particularly valuable? I think I've seen Everyone some of the stuff that comes out of your podcast. Yeah. So go get your own light board. It will change your <laughs> life. It's <laughs> it's only what eight feet wide, nine feet wide. It only needs a whole bedroom of your house. You got this. <laughs> 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 Don't you want to be productive? You need a light board. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> the, so the light board is uh, one thing I like about the light board and, and in terms of mm-hmm. learning and productivity. So I'm pretty new here. And so when I yeah. first got this light board studio and VMware is like, here's a light board, make a show. I was like, <laughs> oh, no, I don't know anything. <laughs> um, and so the show ended up being me inviting experts from from. Um, right now, I'm focused on CNCF tools. So I'll ask right. someone from a CNCF community to come on my show and teach me about their particular tool. And I'll write what they're saying. I'll write notes on the board and draw little diagrams as I learn. So yeah. that's a really nice way to um, rephrase and translate knowledge to ensure mm-hmm. that that they're teaching it in a clear way, because if they're confusing enough where I can't write it down, like we're, <laughs> and to ensure we all have a, like a mutual understanding, but also there's a chat. Mm-hmm. So like everyone on board yeah, is, yeah. On, is on the same page. So it's a, it's a, I can't lie and pretend I understand <laughs> something I don't understand when there's a right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess yeah. in terms of a productivity podcast, you mm-hmm. could recreate that. Where like yeah. if you can't rephrase something that you're reading or being told in a video in your own mm-hmm. words, then then you you probably yeah. didn't really understand it. I mean, if we were doing video, it'd be incredibly handy. So yeah, <laughs> but we're not right. Um, yeah, it's still really cool though. I mean, thank you. I think I, so I'm, too. Yeah. Um, okay. It's it. This comes out like three weeks, four weeks from now. So I'm not spoiling anybody. Um, this is completely off the board question, but did you see the presentation on the new Apple AR device today? And how is that oh. going to change it all? Maybe I did see that, but I didn't understand what I was looking at. Like it was like a VR space, but then your real relatives or your real, like real people were yes. in that space. Like As, it's, yeah. A- it's it's so it's AR where they're uh-huh. doing the whole like basically your phone or whatever everything in around you so uh-huh. that you can turn and talk to somebody and it'll detect that and then you can go back to composing an email with hand gestures and the whole kit and I'm just like that is so cool but is it going to help or is it going to hurt um all I know is it's going to hurt when I buy one cuz they ain't cheap so <laughs> my first thought when I yeah. saw like a video of that was mm-hmm. like, we've got to be living in a simulation already. This is just a simulation in a simulation. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's what I think. Uh, 
why why are we not already living in a simulation that's so good yeah. mhm which is interesting that that was that was one of the the plot points in the latest John dies at the end book um i'm a big fiction reader uh science okay. fiction reader and the, the new if this book exists the the new novel is if this book exists here in the wrong universe and the bad guys are <laughs> trying to summon the evil entity to crash the simulation so they can all be free it was like i'm like this is so wow yeah that's fantastic that's yeah. fantastic um all right so let's roll on to on to to something a little in a little more in the soft questions area, although it might not okay. be. Um, All right. What does it What does a typical day look like? Oh goodness. Okay. <laughs> so sometimes I'm trying to author. If, so okay, I wake up and I have my deep work time. So sometimes mm -hmm. that is taking the form of like I'm writing a new talk or I'm writing a talk proposal or I'm um. For that choose your own adventure show, I'm I'm writing mm -hmm. a little blurb about every single project we touch. So sometimes it's me <laughs> writing. Sometimes it is if I don't have anything pressing in terms of creating an asset, then mm -hmm. I just use that time for for Anki study. And when I was first getting started, my morning time was always Anki time. Like I didn't um, I didn't know enough right. to be writing resources from scratch. Really. <laughs> So now, um, so that's morning time and that usually takes mm -hmm. me all the way to lunch. So then I okay. do, so I'm doing deep, deep work all morning and then I have lunch and then I mm -hmm. take like a 20 minute nap. Like I need, I feel like oh. my brain is like set, like full, like, like when I'm doing it right, I, 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 mm -hmm. like, I feel like my brain is leaking out of my eyes. Like, yes, <laughs> yes. And so I just like that 20 minutes allows me to like reset. And I swear, like something happens where I wake up and I'm like ready to do some more, but I can actually tell that my brain isn't working as well in the afternoon. Like it's great. It's still a good yeah. brain. But it's I'm not um, <laughs> as articulate or, or or quite making the connections as fast <laughs> as quickly. Right, right. So in the afternoon, that's when I'll do um, for the enlightening show. I draw up ridiculous mm -hmm. boards. I also do illustrations for talk. So I, so a lot of mm -hmm. art. Um, they're very they're technical. They're very silly and cute, but they're technically accurate <laughs> illustrations. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have seen them. Um, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I did a KubeCon keynote that would look like mm -hmm. it was illustrated by a kindergartner who had MS Paint, <laughs> but I loved it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, so that's, oh, so I actually have a lot of those tasks in terms of contacting communities who can, yep. there's a lot of back and forth communication in terms of nailing down someone from a community to come on and then getting the assets that I need from them to, to make a show. Um I understand um, completely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't relate at all. <laughs> no, never done that. No. So, so that's when it's a lot of uh, communicating and, and I'm on Slack. I have a lot to say. I'm pursuing new mm -hmm. opportunities. Yeah. 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 Finding places to put all the stuff I just made in the morning, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then I go on a walk. Then you go on a walk. And then I go on a walk. Then you go on a walk, and, and then I guess dinner and and the whatever happens in the evening happens in the evening. You know, yeah, yeah, like, those you know a usual routine for that, or is it just whatever until bedtime? You know, I well, I am a very routine oriented person, so I do have a mm -hmm. like a bedtime routine. Actually, I can't believe I'm admitting this. 
in a public space, but I cook myself the exact same dinner every night. I actually have the same breakfast, the same lunch, the same dinner. They're different from each other, but across the board, I don't want to think about food. I've already no, I'm done thinking about it. So Fred Rogers did that. Mr. Yeah. Rogers did that. Yeah, oh! no, his his, his whole thing that. was that when he found something that worked, he kept doing it, which is why for like when he started doing the show, the format was the same. Oh, you know, just constantly. But he applied that to everything from his yeah. morning swim to his breakfast, to his lunch, to his dinner. Um the whole thing, uh, I was amazed to learn that, that like, yes, no, for, from, I think after the first show, whatever, what he had for dinner that night is what he had for dinner for the rest of his life. Like, <laughs> I was like, cause he's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it's working, it's working. We it's leave been it alone. a couple of years yeah. at least that I've been making myself this dinner. I don't, I don't know yeah. exactly when I started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's it's, great. Uh, it's, it's nice to know someone yeah. else does it. I do feel like kind of an alien. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Fred Rogers was a walking saint and we all know that. So, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> um, so no, I mean that, that makes but it does make perfect sense, right? It's, it's something you don't want to have to think about. It's, yeah. you know, if it's just you, then it doesn't matter. There's no one yeah. else around saying, hey, you should have, can we get a little variety here? You're like, uh-huh. I need to eat. This is easy. I don't need to think about it. We're done. Right? Yep. And it yeah. makes grocery shopping really easy. Oh, yeah. It's so much, so much cognitive load that's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I like I would, it. Yeah. I, I would not be surprised if I get a couple emails of like, I do that too. Oh, my God. I do that too. I'm not that. I'm not a freak, you know? So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is then, how so many of our listeners just discovered they might actually have ADHD was my wife describing it. And they're like, wait a minute. That's a what? Is that an ADHD thing? That's not an ADHD oh, thing. Oh, okay. But yeah. when she finally got diagnosed in 2020, uh-huh. we had a whole bunch of listeners who were, wait, who were like, wait, that sounds like me. And mm-hmm. you can get medicine for that and focus. <laughs> but yes, you can. And yeah, no. Um but uh, uh, yeah, so all right, dinner every night, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and then um, there is some room for social. Like I have, yeah. like that aforementioned group of adventurous <laughs> and kind friends. So I do yeah. manage to keep a pretty yeah busy social life oh, there yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, binging anything good in the evenings, or don't really have time nah, for that. I'm not no. a big TV person. Okay. I did. Because uh, to relate to my coworkers, I watched Ted Lasso and I enjoyed it very much. So I, I did know, just see right? the finale yes. of Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, fantastic. Yeah, that one. If if you want um, what may be the most accurate take on uh, game development companies, Mythic Quest, while being funny, uh, everyone I know who works in game development is like, this is too real. It is too much it. like the real world. Yeah, I'm um, writing it down. Is it a? Is it like a modern day IT crowd? Kind of, um, except, I mean, it's a game development company and it's, um, oh, I can't remember, like, it doesn't, it was nobody, it has nobody who really, like, jumped out at me uh, until I actually started seeing them perform. Um, And then I was like, oh, wow, he's really good. And, you know, oh, I've never heard of her, but she's performing amazingly, you know, that sort of thing. Um, Yeah. Or, holy crap, that person is the voice actor for some of our favorite characters in video games. Who knew? 
Um, yeah. You have a body um, too. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I had the problem. I can't watch the office because I, I have like worked, I tried and uh-huh. I was like, it's too real. It's too, too much. Real, like, yeah. You know, it's too real. Um, all the game developers I know look at mythic quest and go, no, I, I can't. I know. <laughs> I don't know those people, but I know those people. If you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so now for the fun questions. Oh, I mean, we were really having fun, fun already. Oh okay. no, we're having fun, but these, oh, these are the ones that we're going I'm, up from here. I'm always excited about these. Um, <laughs> So, what's the best advice you've been given, or in addition to, and however you want to make it work, the best advice you'd give somebody else? And it can be two different pieces of advice, uh, you know, so. So, Okay. My first thought was like, well, that completely depends on where you are in your life in general, in terms of Uh, giving and receiving advice. Um, yes. But then my second thought was actually mm-hmm. I do have something, and that is the four agreements. Have you heard of the four agreements? Uh, maybe, but not necessarily in that term. So hit me. Cool. So this is a there's a book called The Four Agreements. It's kind of um, uh, what's a nice? It's kind of a I don't know if I recommend the book, but I do recommend these four <laughs> agreements. It's a what's, I can't find the right word. So basically, it's ancient Toltec wisdom, but there are four mm-hmm. rules of life to follow. And I've I've had these rules in my life for at least ten years, and they've done me right. And so one is don't take things personally. Two okay. is don't make assumptions. Three is always do your best, which we already talked about. The, like acknowledging mm-hmm. that your best varies from moment to moment. And then the fourth one is be impeccable with your word. So immediately I feel Ooh. like that means don't lie. But more than that, right. it means be kind to yourself in your mind and with your voice. Like exude. So it has to do with kindness as much as it has to do with accuracy. Yeah. So I love those four agreements and I actually don't remember where I first heard them, but that would be if I had to give someone advice without knowing anything about what they're actually doing or going mm-hmm. through, that's what I would, I would be like these that's, four agreements. That's, that's good, solid long-term stuff right there. Yeah. Oh, thank I you. Like that. Thank you. Now I'm going to have to go find the book. Um, <laughs> was, was it's, the, the... it's just like enough, like a religion kind of stuff mixed mm. in there. I mean, it's not a Christian religion, but it's uh, right, right. enough it's, uh, mystical kind of feelings that I I don't want to endorse it on a, is, te- a is, tech podcast. Is, right, right, right. right. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, this isn't a tech podcast, so good news. Okay. Um, okay. Is, is the term you're looking for, and is the term you're looking for a little woo-woo? Because that is <laughs> yeah, exactly what my woo-woo. wife would say. <laughs> yes, a little woo-woo. Okay. <laughs> fine it's fine Um, (laughs) all right are you ready for the sad question oh sure this is like a roller coaster kevin it is it is don't worry um the sad question uh but people often find it the easy question to answer (laughs) okay and that is how do you deal with failure or when you miss a goal oh I i mean it's great I don't, I don't think (laughs) (laughs) I'm not like trying to fail, but when I'm, 
being genuine and following my four agreements, I'm not putting mm-hmm. myself in a situation where I can fail miserably because I'm being true with right. my words. I'm setting the right goals that are mm-hmm. accurate. I'm not being pie in the sky. I'm setting good boundaries. And then when I fail, it's no big deal because I've been I've done the best I can. That's another agreement. Right. And, mm-hmm. and being impeccable with my word. So then when I fail, that's actually a good thing because that shows that I'm pressing my boundaries and I'm not just staying in my comfort zone. And so when when you have failures, that's where you that's where the growth happens. I mean, growth happens still, regardless. Oh yeah. But it it definitely extra happens in that area where it's possible to fail. And then when you do fail, then you know you're hanging out in the good growth area. Yeah. So yeah, not a sad question. It's a great question. I mean, I guess part of that is that when I started this thing six years ago, Mm -hmm. it was sort of a sad question. And over the last six, because some people were just like, I have to go crawl into a hole for a month, you know, and, and process or, but, you know, and I used to be that many, 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 many years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, but over time, and especially with some of the recurring guests I've had who are like, I used to do it, but here's how it's changed mm-hmm. since the last time we talked. Yeah. So there's all that room for growth that goes with it. I agree um, with that. I definitely yeah. used to do it too. And yeah. and I still might feel sad. I'm, I still mm-hmm. might feel my feelings. I like to journal. I'm a big journaler. So um, that's part of my nighttime routine is to journal. Ah. Uh, uh, But then if I'm going through something that has me down or feels like a failure, then I will spend some extra time Mm -hmm. like really working out why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, what I could have done differently, like what I will do differently moving forward. And that gives, that brings me, that makes me feel better. Yeah. And especially as I like recount all the decisions that led up to the failure, I'm like, no, that was a sound decision. Like I, I can see why (laughs) Pastor Whitney thought that that was a good idea at the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were doing a um, we were doing a blameless um, post mortem for oh, an it. outage today. Yes. Yeah, and um, you know it was like, okay, let's talk through. All right, where was where was the the breaking point? What what were the lucky breaks? Uh-huh. What were the things that could have been better? And you know, I love doing. I love the way we do them now, as compared to prior companies, where it's like. I realize it was a bug, but Bob over there pushed the button, so it's Bob's fault. Yeah, whose but, fault is it? Your fault. No, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's no way to know. be. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it's like no. So what you're saying is that Bob found a thing that someone else broke, but it's Bob fault. Bob's fault for tripping over the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, that culture. And, I love being away from that culture. And then you have culture. a yeah. company where no one wants to press any button because then they might get blamed for right. it later. They're yeah, like, I, they, yeah, I'd rather do nothing. You know. Mm-hmm. No button yeah. pressing for me. Yeah. That's risky. So now for the fun question. The even Wait. more fun question. Oh. The happy, happy question. <laughs> okay. How about that? The, the happy question. <laughs> okay. Um, fun question. Man, they're all fun questions. I'm having too much fun with this one. Um, no, that, <laughs> no the, such the happy, thing, Kevin. Yeah. The happy question. All right. Um, do you celebrate your successes? And if so, How? I actually have trouble with this. That is so common. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like my entire life is a celebration. I love my life. Even the study time. I liked the study time. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So then when I have a success, they're like, oh, you need to celebrate. I'm like, but I, but like, I, I already spend my time having fun mm-hmm. with my friends. Yeah. I travel yeah. a lot. I make cool things. Like what, am, like what does celebrating look like? I don't know. It's a great problem really. So if you yeah, have, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I'm, laughs> uh, if you have advice for how to celebrate, that's, uh, you know, a slightly different dinner. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, or maybe, you know, maybe have uh have that snack you've been you you've been craving but been putting off yeah. for just this just this once, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Um when you're when you're uh, celebrating constantly, it's really hard to do yeah. like what do I do? Uh, um or it just little things like, you know, staying off the back and going, "Yes." You know, just that little acknowledgement. Um That's nice. You know what yeah. I do like to like tell my friends or like tell oh, my family yeah. or like that can count as a celebration, like a little victory Absolutely. lap. Like look at this cool thing yeah. and texting everybody I know in a braggy way. But I don't think so. People, you know, mm-hmm. people in my life are kind yeah. and yeah. Well, read it um, like that. my wife's a bird watcher. Cool. She's that's, that's her second passion after apparently, you know, writing horror novels that make us all go, what is wrong with you? Um, <laughs> I like your but, wife. Uh, Oh, she's awesome. I haven't um, met her, but I love her. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, but, but a friend of ours who has seen like her life list is something like 700 birds. She has to go on wow. the special. A rare bird has appeared and blown in on the, the jet stream from Russia and is now on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I got to get in the car and drive to the West Coast now because it's the only way I'm going to see it. You know, that's, that's how awesome. she goes up one bird right yeah uh, but every when she sees a new bird when she gets that life bird she'll just like in the middle of nowhere or with the group or whoever she'll do a little shimmy and she's yeah. got all of our uh, friends who go bird watching with her now it's yeah. the lifer dance right just a little <laughs> tiny shimmy celebration for seeing a bird in the wild that they've never seen before i love right? it I yeah. do like i do like little shimmies and dances i do little dances there in fact yeah. my the lightning show if you watch mm-hmm. it to the bitter ends, we always go out <laughs> on a dance. I always make my my guest dance at the, <laughs> the last 20 <laughs> seconds of any enlightening show is us dancing. So I count that as a celebration yeah. too. There you go. Doing, yeah. doing rewards as a motivator has not, mm-hmm. it doesn't do it for me personally. I know my brother likes to, do, he'll be like, if I get this done, then I can have an, two hours yeah. playing this video game or something. That, um <laughs> Which I think I respect it, but mm-hmm. it does, it's not. If for it me. doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Wow, those are all the official businessy questions for okay. the for the podcast. <laughs> um the the only question left. Well, the next to last question, as as it were, is um. So Ursula and I are in a great place, right? We are financially stable. This podcast is released as. Um, under the Creative Commons, we don't collect money for it. Ah. We don't want our people to send us money. What we because we're in great shape. Um, uh-huh. And so, and it became really apparent to us uh, in the last two years that there are people out there who need it way more than we do. Yeah. Right? And so we ask all of our guests for a charity to for our listeners to give to instead of giving us money because we don't need it and someone else does. Awesome. So I live in Austin, Texas, and I like oh. to vote. I like to donate yeah. to the Austin Justice Coalition. That is a great charity. Thank you. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I will make sure there are links. Um, it's amazing. It, I can't remember. Yeah. AustinJusticeCoalition.org or probably. Right? So I don't yeah, actually know. If and like I, I like yeah. set it up in the mm -hmm. work portal and. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I thought if, about if, it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have, we have one of those portals where it's like, yes, you can automatically donate and we can do little internal fund drives of, you know, with the company matching donations. So yep. yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's how it looks cool. in my world too. Yeah. And then, um, tell us about where to find the show and find out like, do you have socials you're willing to share? Do you have, you know, um, yes, I have, I have, <laughs> I'm, uh, yes, w Wiggity Whitney is my Twitter, W-I-G-G-I-T-Y, Whitney. Uh, LinkedIn, I'm, my name mm -hmm. is Whitney Lee. It's the like backslash Whitney Lee, all one word. What other socials are there? I'm not on Facebook. Right. Instagram's yeah. not really for y'all. Uh yeah, <laughs> I blue sky. I just joined that. I, I'm waiting on my sky? invite. Yeah, okay. my, my, I, I think my wife is getting me an invite. So yeah. okay, I don't know. I I can't. Best I can tell, everyone I'm following just copies does the exact same post in both spots. Which yeah, that's not efficient. Um, I used to have all this automation set up, so it didn't matter. It's like if I happened to be on the Mastodon server and sent something out, it would cross post to Twitter oh, and lovely. the Twitter would populate to, cause I know I've got followers and people who are on one, but not the other. And mm -hmm. you know, or all those different things. And then Twitter and Facebook both broke their APIs and that doesn't work mm. anymore. And yeah. So on YouTube, um, I'm Wiggity Whitney. My YouTube mm -hmm. channel is mostly just me linking to videos I've made for other people's YouTube channels, <laughs> but it's <laughs> hey, it's a good start, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the Enlightenment podcast itself. Enlightening episode is mm -hmm. uh yeah that's on the Tanzu.tv backslash Enlightening, and Enlightening is it's a pun so it's it's not spelled like in. There's, <laughs> it's like the, <laughs> I didn't I didn't think about podcasts when I named this. I was like, you can see it, um, <laughs> lightning, like the static electricity from clouds, lightning. So it's right. E N and then the word lightning because it's a light board, right? No. Yeah, that's great. Um, and I will put up links because I I have I have looked at them and it's just it's just cool to 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 see how that light board and the colors and it just makes those connections. It's absolutely brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. So, I have a lot yeah. of fun. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. And that's it. That's everything. That's wonderful. I'm so yeah. glad you had me on today. This was a blast. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And anytime you want to come back, you just say the word, we'll make it happen. Right on. Um, I'll, I'll wait till yeah. I have something new to say. Maybe when I switch my dinner, I'll be like, okay, I got something <laughs> to tell Kevin. <laughs> Awesome. Yes. Um, but no, seriously, thank you so much. Um, yeah. And, uh, My and for pleasure. The people at home, thank you. Yeah. And for the people at home, we'll be right back after this.
and we are back. Uh, it was like a blast to talk to Whitney. Uh, she and I had a, a fantastic time uh, both before and after the show, and uh, she's really excited about this. I told her um, uh, today, actually, uh, so yesterday, if you're listening on Thursday, uh, that it was her week and that, you know, today was her day and she's like, I'm so excited. I'm like, I'm so excited. It's great. Um, <laughs> so thank you, Whitney. And uh, anytime you want to come back, as you, you know, I said, you are more than welcome because it was a lot of fun. So I have a word. 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 And it's the name of Whitney's podcast. Enlightening, where lightning is spelled like the thing that comes out of the sky, not the, uh, you know, not light. Not like enlightenment. Right. Yeah. So E-N-L-I-G-H-T-N-I-N-G. And you can take that word, the word enlightening, with the weird spelling, and roll over to productivityalchemy.com. Click the login link. Um, which will let you create, I, I added it to the menu, I made sure it's on the menu, there's a, a link there to log in and or register, and you and then you can enter the word enlightening in the little activity code box, and voila, you get a badge. Woohoo! A, a happy open badge, and you can find out more about the badges at productivityalchemy.com. You can also uh, see all the show notes, so all of the links for, for the things we talked about in the podcast in in this episode in the interview wow um links to uh whitney's you know youtube and and all that stuff so hey isn't that cool i think um, it's cool yeah you can also listen to past episodes you can look at past episodes show notes you can use the new and improved contact form which is working like gangbusters Woohoo! uh you can also uh, click on the link where it says um, Charity Spotlights, I think is the name of the link, um, where it lists all of the, uh, up to a couple weeks ago, I'm still a little behind, but all of the charities that our guests uh, or uh, we have recommended over the past two years. So... Yeah, there is no longer a forbidden link. I know, and I, honestly, I, I still have not adjusted to what I'm supposed to say <laughs> do I, now. Do I need to put the forbidden link back? No, no. I, okay. I just, I just, uh, it, 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 you, you've thrown my my patter off. Uh, That's true. So that's okay. Uh, so, what charity are you adding to the charity spotlight so this week? The the charity recommended by Whitney is the Austin Justice Coalition, which is doing the the hard work to make sure that. You know, people who shouldn't be in jail aren't in jail, and that people who didn't get fair trials get all that reviewed and get fair trials. And I mean, you know how it works. Oh yeah, well, right? not from personal experience, not from personal thank experience, God, but, but yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so hey, um, and there's a link right there uh, because Whitney lives in Austin, and so it's very important to her. Um, so hey, there you go. That is our charity this week, the Austin Justice Coalition, uh, doing the big hard work and uh yeah that's it um when y'all go out there this week you know do your best keep trying take care put your oxygen mask on before assisting others with theirs 
And, yes, um, that yes. is a form of productivity. It is. So is resting. So is sitting in the garden looking at flowers and bugs. Hey, God, did my agent get to you? No, I would probably say that anyway, just as a reminder. And uh, But whatever it looks like, do your best to um, stay productive. We do have some pretty good bugs. I mean, 